Welcome to NatSec Tech, a podcast from the Special Competitive Studies Project. I'm Jean Meserve. SCSP recently released a special edition report, Generative AI, the Future of Innovation Power. It included memos to government officials laying out specific recommendations for action on generative AI. I'm going to be joined in six episodes of NatSec Tech by members of the SCSP team for summaries of those memos. To read the full report and the memos, all you have to do is visit scsp.ai. Today's topic, defense. Joining me is Justin Lynch, SCSP Senior Director for Defense. Justin served as an Army officer. He has also served in numerous national security roles as a civilian, including as Director of Research and Analysis at the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence. Also with us today is Luke Van Erden, Associate Director for Defense at SCSP. He held previous positions with the U.S. Senate and multiple nonprofits. It's great to have you both with us today. I'd like to start by asking you to give me the top line, or should I say bottom line, of the implications of generative AI for defense. Thanks for speaking with us today, Gene. Um, the bottom line is that the Department of Defense needs to move quickly to adopt generative AI so it can have decision advantage, operate more effectively than the People's Liberation Army, and then it can identify defenses against new generative AI-enabled attacks by our adversaries. Um, to understand all of that, it's helpful to start with a big picture about generative AI. And there's, there's three big ideas to keep in mind. The first is that generative AI is creating a fundamental change for human-computer interaction. We're moving from giving computer-specific instructions with programmers have in the past to giving a computer intent that it figures out how to execute. The second is the really rapidly increasing power of large language models, where we went from very basic large language models just a few years ago that could were really interesting but couldn't do much that's useful to the models we see today and what even more powerful models we'll see in the, in the coming months. And then the third is the ease of adoption due to its more general intelligence, uh, where you have one-shot, no-shot learning, and you have large language models that can perform tasks they haven't been specifically trained to. And uh, the evidence of that um, is, or of how quickly it can be adopted, is the adoption rate of ChatGPT, which is the fastest adoption rate of any online app ever. Uh, So those three things together are really showing the potential of generative AI for defense. And you may be asking, what does this all mean for the department? Well, it means that there are large changes in how we can use machines to deter or fight future wars. It also means that militaries can make a concerted effort to adopt the technology and will be able to develop these applications quickly and employ them faster. You write that right now we have a window of opportunity. I'd like to go through some of the key recommendations that you make in the memo. So our recommendations are... Specific. They're designed to help DoD lay the foundations. It needs to quickly develop generative AI capabilities and use it in an operational environment and develop new concepts and capabilities. Um, so, for example, we have we have three specific recommendations. Um, one of them is to develop a defense tailored foundational model. The second one is to develop an automated orchestration platform for the department, and the third is to uh, create a defense experimentation unit, and all of these would complement what's currently happening with Task Force Lima in the department. But if the DOD were to implement all three of these recommendations, um, it will have have the models it needs and the platforms for the units to use generative AI easily, and an organization and feedback unit to develop these practices and new concepts. Can you explain what a defense experimentation unit would do, what it would be? 
Thanks for the, the question, Gene. So there's a few different things that a defense or experimentation unit would do. Um, the first thing that we, we talked about in the report is develop a sandbox environment for experimentation uh, that would be used by operational units, frontline units. Uh, so that would be an environment with generative AI tools in it that they can use to experiment in a safe environment where they're not worried about spillover, where they're not worried about the, the operational uh, effects of it because it's, in, again, in a sandbox environment. And that'll allow uh, end users to be able to experiment, understand what the limitations are for generative AI and where it can actually add value and then develop new ways for it to add value. The benefits to the department uh, would be, well, there'd be more than one benefit to the department. So part of it would actually be a training tool so end users would understand what they can do better. But then it would also serve as a way for defense experimentation unit to help start building out the fundamentals of a new type of operating concept with the capabilities that generative AI presents. Uh, that way we can start pushing that to whatever the next joint warfighting concept is or other types of more tactical operating concepts. So now let me ask you to expand on what an automated orchestration platform would be and what it might do. So content generation uh, justifiably gets a lot of attention for generative AI, which is what we, we think of most of the time for things like ChatGPT, where it says, you know, write, write this or edit that. Uh, and that, that's a really useful tool and one of the things we talk about as well. But another application is what we were calling automated orchestration, where a large language model or generative AI enabled interface will help decompose tasks that human users give it and, and then help pull up the tools and databases uh, that are needed to perform that task. So you can think of someone working in a tactical operations center or any other type of large enterprise that has a lot of different databases and a lot of different tools available. And it's very difficult for one person to understand the full suite of things that are available to help them solve a problem. But an LLM-enabled tool that is able to understand that, that full suite because it, it has access to them can pull up the four databases here, the three tools there that can help someone solve that problem together. And as LLMs, right right now, an LLM wouldn't synthesize the output from them, but as they become more reliable and more advanced, we believe it'll move in that direction. Our recommendation is that DOD create that platform now that'll help people working in tactical operations centers, people working on logistics, many other places, uh, pull together the many tools and uh, databases they need to enable decision advantage. Could these things be on the must-do list for the federal government? I think they are, because uh, when, when you have the three of the recommendations combined, uh, because they answer pressing operational needs that we've identified by the services and then by DOD as well. And they're an important uh, part of the software component, uh, a lot of the ongoing initiatives uh, that DOD is moving forward from things that are focused on targeting to things that are focused on strengthening autonomy or uh, attributable systems, things like that. So this isn't something that would enable a whole suite of programs uh, going on by DOD. So do you offer a specific timeline for getting these things done? We do, Gene, and we recommend that DOD's moves quickly. Um, so on the Defense Experimentation Unit, we recommend that the DOD establish this by January of 2024. Recognizing that it's a fast turnaround, generative AI is likely to play an increasing role in national security. So the, the sooner that DOD can adopt this, the sooner that they're likely to capitalize on the benefits. Um, and we also recommend that they create the first version of the automated orchestration platform and begin creating the defense tailored generative AI model by the end of the fiscal year in September, 2024. 
Thank you, Justin Lynch, SCSP Senior Director for Defense, and Luke Van Nerden, Associate Director for Defense at SCSP. A reminder, you can read the full report, Generative AI, The Future of Innovation Power, at scsp.ai. You've been listening to NatSec Tech from the Special Competitive Studies Project. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jean Meserve. Take care. <laughs>